He was on lunch duty when it happened, jacketless because of the Chinook wind and composing in his head a line or two about the color of the sky reflected in the wet schoolyard pavement, the ice-rimmed, quickly vanishing puddles, clouds whipping past upside down. Sun, oil, water. If he had a minute before class, he'd jot some notes to remind himself, and tonight or tomorrow, the weekend maybe, craft the lines. Meanwhile, these gusting, transitory moments of pleasure, verging on epiphany, ears full of words, sounds not quite articulable. He told himself he was lucky. The reward was having such feelings at all, being a man attuned to his surroundings enough to experience the old spine tingle beholding a thing of beauty, not in mining his particular sensitivities for a poem. In the midst of this, something else, too— a push, a seismic shift in the surrounding schoolyard energy that put him on the alert, making him momentarily more enthralled by the wind-blown colors and reflections as he tore his attention from them back to the here and now. And then it was in their voices, too, and he knew because he'd been in the job long enough to recognize all the signs. There was a fight. He would now be called upon to do something. Act. These were old enough kids, grades nine and ten, No one would come running for him. No more grade school, middle school tattletales. Fight, fight, Mr. Franklin, quick! Those simpler, earlier years of his teaching career, long gone, like so many other things. They'd flock around these kids, oversized strangers, cheering maybe or just silently longing for more, for torture. Each one thankful it wasn't him in there getting pummeled. But no one would stop it. The boys he identified from a distance. Not bad kids, really, but ones with a preying instinct and a reputation. Scalard, Martini, two he didn't have names for, and the tall angular one, the instigator, he guessed, Jeremy Malloy. Pink Oxford shirt, dark blonde hair, jeans seasoned with pocket whiskers and tears at the knees. Franklin hadn't been here long enough to say for sure, but he knew the type. Never alone, always mugging it up for a pack of friends, all of his antics apparently to be taken down by some imaginary news crew. What he neither saw nor identified, and certainly never anticipated, in the less than thirty seconds it took him to lope stride across the schoolyard, gathering himself, finding the words in advance, alternating anger, dread, annoyance, disappointment, and a little excitement at the prospect of exercising his teacherly authority, his own flesh and blood, his own son the one held down in the snow crust, underwear pulled to his ribcage, blood flowing from his nose. Hey there! Hey now! Hey, I said! That's enough! He heard his voice booming while something inside him withdrew and spun out of control, causing the whole scene to fade and tunnel with pinpricks. He was weirdly aware of his teeth clicking together, and then of the sibilance of breath scratching his throat as he drew more air, impossibly warm, dry air, to raise the volume of his voice. Hey! I said stop that now! That's enough! You boys! Thomas? Worse, as Thomas rose and separated from the bunch, stood back tugging vainly at the waistband of his underwear with one hand and with the other dabbing at the blood that ran from his nose. It's okay, Dad! I'm okay, you can go now, really, I'm fine. Franklin knew just why they'd done this. 
No, worse than that, he sympathized. The kid, his own son, with his remote, demented stare, stiff-legged pirate boy walk, perennial sniffling and all the dietary weirdness. He was an embarrassment, a nuisance and an eyesore. The very stubborn thing, whatever it was lately, that seemed to sit on his soul like a block, it made you want to shake him, shout at him, hug him, do something anyway to see if you could get a response. See if Thomas might be made to realize how his obstinacy and difference and insistence upon never doing anything like other people only provoked everyone around him. I said I'm okay, Dad. No, you're not. And you'll come with me now, all of you, this way, on the double. Or else...